Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Rigore, the Italian football podcast that takes a look upwards from the bottom of the table, especially if you're me, who an unhappy Venetian this week, but we'll get onto that in due course. I'm Marco. And I'm Giancarlo. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us this week. We've got a lot to cover in Serie A and we're also going to take a look forward to Italy's big game on Thursday, the semi-final of the playoffs for the World Cup. But um, as we've said before, we record this on a Sunday night and I thought we should kick off very quickly with some good news, I thought it was, in in the arising out of the game between uh, Bologna and Atalanta there, the, the goal scorer. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a feel-good story there. Um, I mean, Atalanta struggling for strikers. They, they famously cast the net very wide, but I don't think anyone would have expected them to cast the net quite as wide as effectively the eighth tier of Italian football, <laughs> where they found a, a, a young refugee from Guinea, 18-year-old Mustafa Sisse. Um, as I say, he was playing down eight levels, brought him in, he scored a couple of goals for the Primavera, the youth team. And so, you know, an emergency measure, Gasperini says, let's give him a shot in the starting lineup. The game's locked at 0-0. Not a bad, entertaining game. Ball falls to falls to the boy, and he curls in a lovely shot. Yeah, it was a nice, finish, a cool, yeah. cool, cool finish to to win the game. Um, just a, a a brilliant story, as I say. This uh, lad's come to Italy, you know, hoping to find a better life for himself from Guinea, and he uh, has catapulted up the ranks. Who knows if it's you know how long it'll last? But you know, just the same, it was a it was something to put a smile on your face on a on a Sunday night. Definitely after you know we sometimes get caught up in all the dodgy decisions and the diving and the penalties and the the prima donnas this was this was something to actually put a smile on your face at the end of a of a Serie A weekend so more power to you Mustafa Sisi and keep scoring the goals just not against Venezia and Fiorentina yeah absolutely yeah even even I managed to smile at that one which is saying something after today but before we move on from smiling although this is linked to Venezia there were a couple of what I would call comedy moments this week in Serie A, um, will lead with the non-Venezia one, which is uh, in the uh, Empoli-Verona game, uh, there was a penalty awarded to Verona and Simeone stepped up confidently only to have his penalty saved and then had to get, and got a chance to take it again because Vicario had come off his line and then managed to hit the hit the post. So... He's, he's one of these, I'm, I'm sure it's happened before, but a rare player that's missed the same penalty twice in one match. <laughs> See, it ain't so, Joe. It was, <laughs> okay. it, it was, it was terrible. I did feel sorry for him. I, I quite have a soft spot for him. He's a former Fiorentina player. Um, didn't get that great a, a, a chance in Florence and was quite quickly sent back in. But, you know, I, I Good, hard-working striker, not not the not the greatest striker in the world, but certainly this was not his finest, not his finest no. moment. When you get that, I mean, you do think when you've kind of had it, see, you think, well, surely he must know, put it to the other side. And, and in fairness, he took it pretty well, but just there was a post in the way, so it was uh, yeah. it was a bad day. It was a bad day for for Simeone, definitely. Yeah, but not as bad as for. Uh... Nicky Maempa, the, the Venezia third keeper. I want to point that out, that we're having to play our third keeper. But uh, obviously it was a crunch relegation game between 
I was in Sampdoria, and um, yeah. So, <laughs> Do you want to talk well, us through well, it? Well, I, don't, I, I want to relive it. No, again. no, I, I, I can imagine that you wouldn't because he sort of went for a stroll in his penalty <laughs> box without seeming to pay any attention to whether there might be an opposition player near him. Got tackled and then that was it. Oh, the Jogaputo was able to go off and do his beer drinking I mean, celebrations and 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 style. The, the only man I think I've said this to be you before, Nicky Manpa, the only man to be named after two <laughs> characters from the Bruins, Manpa. So I mean, unless unless anyone else, unless any other listeners know of a of a um, of a goalkeeper or a footballer who is named after two characters. For, for those who don't know what the Bruins is, it's a Scottish institution cartoon and Man Pa Brun, two of the two of the top characters from that. So as I say, it was a bad day for, for him. I think and then, they'd be better in goals, I have to uh, say. Yeah, and then then it seemed to compound it by I mean not him particularly, but the defence just playing it out again yeah. um, to to hand no, another well, chance. Zanetti said it after the game that we just we set up for a game, we prepare for it all week, and then we commit we commit stupid errors that just give the game away. And we're not a team that creates chances very often. Uh, you know that's been the story all season. But at one point in the season, we had quite a tight defence, so we could still live in hope during a game. But when we give away goals like that in a game like that, it's just it, to be honest, it, it feel today felt like the end. I know. The other teams didn't do much. Genoa got a win, but Cagliari lost. So, the, and Spezia got thumped. So there is still hope, and we play Spezia next. But the way we're playing and the way we have been playing, um, there isn't actually that that much hope around the around the club. No, I mean, do, do you just prefer playing in Serie B? That was how it looked on that, <laughs> yeah. on, on that evidence that, yeah. that, that, that they were. You know, all hope was lost. But well, I mean, I think part of the problem is that we have too many Serie B players still, and I think I think I mentioned this before in the podcast. But our January transfer window took us backwards, not forwards. We sold off some players. Okay, they weren't the greatest, Mazzocchi and Forte, but Forte to me is a better player than what we brought in, and then Sammy, who looks slow and off pace, and Nani's done nothing. So we've actually weakened our squad, whereas others have. I've strengthened it. And then Zanetti himself, who is a good manager and I liked him and he's got us to Serie A, but he never plays the same formation and that doesn't help when you've got all these players from different countries. You know, you're trying to build a cohesive unit and the cohesion has, has fallen off, as you saw when when Henri got sent off today as well. So I don't, I don't know if people saw it, but Henri got sent off for mouthing off to the referee and Zanetti... Uh, let him know what he thought about that uh, as he came off, to put it mildly. Yeah, it's it's bad sign when I think when you see that sort of, you know, they always say keep it in the dressing room, but yeah. they couldn't even get to the dressing room. It was no. right right there on the touchline. That's that's bad. It brought back memories of for a Fiorentina fan. It brought back memories of. Uh, Adam Laich and uh, Delio Rossi having yeah. a having a square go. It wasn't <laughs> quite the same, I don't think. Not I mean, quite, because yeah. I think you know, um, it seemed like Henri. You, you tell me that he likes to have a bit of a, a bit of a moan, and, and he just moaned once too often. Whereas Laich was obviously just he got the go. I think he gave some sort of sarcastic applause to Rossi, and Rossi had just had you know once too often from the young 
from the young upstart and then proceeded to pummel into him whilst he was sitting on the bench. Yeah. It's still one of those, if you haven't seen it, then, you know, go, yeah, absolutely. Go, Google that and see, and you'll see when, when coaches go crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, exactly. Zanetti still need to raise his game a wee bit to reach, to reach Delio Rossi's standard, but it does, it does speak of a team in a bit of disarray. And, you know, maybe going back to what we mentioned at the top of the podcast, maybe Venezia need to do their shopping in the eighth division rather than the, yeah. rather than the MLS. Well, yeah, I wish we had signed uh, Cissé because he'd be better than anything we've got at the club at the moment, that's for sure. But anyway, I'm not going to dwell on it too much. There is still, mathematically, there's still hope. I'm going to put it that way. Um, but yeah, a, a change in attitude is needed, I think, for anything to happen. But um, moving on, there was, of course, the Rome derby today and... Um, there was a, a convincing win by Roma. They, they, they were pretty dominant, and two goals for Tammy Abram. One off his off his groin, I think it was. But <laughs> they all count. Um, but I mean, I was I was going to ask: Do you think he's possibly signing of the season? He's had a huge impact for Roma. I mean, you'd have to say he must be right up there. I mean, I'd, I was trying to think of anyone who'd had a sort of similar impact, but the, the, the only players I could think, well, obviously you could argue that he might be signing of the half season Dusan Vlaovic yeah. going to going to Juventus, certainly you know, big money deal and, and mm-hmm. they started, well, I mean, they started straight away scoring, scoring goals mm-hmm. so that could be and actually, you know, there are a couple of loan signings who have had, I don't think, quite as headline-grabbing um, impacts. But Gianluca Caprari, who's gone mm-hmm. to Verona, and now he's on, I think, 10 goals, 7 assists at, at Verona. Yeah. That's quite an impact. You know, a player getting on in years, um, but only a loan deal. And, you know, and you have to say Roma's a, a bigger shop window um, than Verona is. And also... Just to bring it back to Fiorentina, Lucas Torreira has been amazing for Fiorentina, yeah. bar one game. But you know there he was on the score sheet again at the weekend, lost a tooth. Um, you know he'll put he'll put anything on the line for for Fiorentina. He don't care. Um, so he's had a, a big impact as well. But I think you know headline grab goals grab headlines. Um, and Tammy yeah. Abraham certainly. I was skeptical. I think I'm, I always am skeptical when. Um, English players come to Serie A because they, you know, there is a sort of period of adjustment required. But maybe yeah. having uh, ha- having players there already, you know, that are, have come from England and having Mourinho that's managed it, that that's maybe helped with the transition. And he certainly I saw him there at the end of the game, you know, getting the crowd g'd up. He, he, yeah. he knew the right things to do in a Rome derby to to secure sort of legend status. So yeah, I, I, I'd have to say he'd be right up there in the reckoning for for signing of the season. It's been a a major impact, and you know, hats off to him. He's done really well. Yeah, and the the game also featured one of the best free kicks I've seen in a long time from Pellegrini. It was the absolute top, you know, it's that top corner that is just unsavable because I think uh, the keeper even got a hand to it, but, but it it was unsavable. Yeah, if you hit them like that, then there's there's nothing a goalkeeper can do. I think, and you know, we have to hope that this is uh, he's in form to to give the Azuria boost as well, because you know he is a he is a top top player, Pellegrini. Yeah. And I think that you know to see him 
hitting form at the at the right time. I heard there was some doubt that he would even play the 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 derby. So you know, to to not only play but to score such a wonderful goal does is a it's a tonic for Roma first and foremost, but it's a it's a tonic for Italy as well with the you know big big games coming up in the very near future. Indeed, and we'll get on to that shortly. But before we do, I just wanted to uh, uh, go back to to your boys and the game against Inter because um, Inter obviously you you got a draw there, and they, I think they've only got seven points in the last seven games or something. They, they've really slowed down, and I, we've both said on this podcast I think that they looked the strongest squad, but I now struggle to see how they're going to pick up that form again and. And challenge now. It, it, it puzzles me as well. It, it feels like I might have said this before, but it feels like you sometimes get racehorses that don't know what to do when they get in front, and that's mm. why that's why it feels like a bit. And I wonder, I wonder if it's. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like Inzaghi as a coach, but you know, I, I wonder if maybe his inexperience in these yeah. situations—not that he hasn't won trophies, but it's not one. You know, he's not taking a team to the title, and you know, maybe just. He's transmitting some sort of nervousness to to yeah. the team. I, I don't know. You know, it could be the new additions as well. They are a bit weaker, maybe than they were. You know, the, but they're still, you know, to me anyway on paper the strongest squad in in Serie A. And I fully expected them when they got their nose in front to kind of power on. But it hasn't happened. You know, maybe distractions of Europe, distractions of the cup. I, I don't know, but. As I say, it just just seems that there's that little bit of nervousness, and yeah, that was you know they they didn't. Uh, I'm obviously slightly biased, but you know they didn't really appear to deserve much more than the draw from Fiorentina. And mm-hmm. you know I've said this before in the podcast that the the Scudetto is going to travel through um, what you can yeah. what you can do against Fiorentina. I think all the top teams have have, have Fiorentina to play, um, and so that was a key chance, especially at home. You should be putting Fiorentina away. Can I quickly mention that Fiorentina scored a lovely goal through Torreira again? It was yeah, set, it was a it was a nice move, and they had a chance at the very end with Icone. Um, as I say, Inter had plenty of chances too. It was quite a nice open game, and they also had a, a ridiculous penalty. Yes, Th- <laughs> thankfully ruled out by VAR because otherwise that would have definitely been my my dodgy penalty of the week <laughs> award. Um, so you know, at least there was some sense through VAR. Are. Let's give it credit when it actually gets yeah. a, gets a glaringly obvious decision correct. Um, but but yeah, no, the Inter just seem to have lost that push, and the, the the momentum now has definitely swung away from them, and it's much more with Milan, who you know we both doubted a bit, Napoli, mm-hmm. who who you know showed great guts to come back at the weekend, and that team that we don't like to mention so much keep keep ticking over but it was only Salernitana that they beat at the weekend so let's not give them too much credit for that (laughs) Um, well uh, let's uh, leave Serie A there and look forward to uh, the World Cup playoffs which uh, we'd rather really weren't involved in at all but um, there we are, we are there and obviously the big news in the build up is that he Mancini decided to leave out Balotelli, called up Joao Pedro. Um, what what do you make of that? I mean, you know what I think of that. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you think. I know what you think, Marco. I I mean, to me, it's I, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a 
kind of shot in the dark. It's, it doesn't add up to very much. I'd, I'd almost rather he went for someone really unheard yeah. of, you know, a, yeah. a youth a youth prospect, mm-hmm. somebody from the Primavera, something like that, to um, the under-21 squad to, to, to go with that and say, well, you know, there's a future to this. Whereas, I mean, I think... I'll be honest with you. If I see Joe Pedro coming onto the pitch, I think we're probably out. We're probably <laughs> going out. You know I what I mean? That's I, true. And that's that's a, that's, true. Not, and that's no disrespect to him because he's a decent professional, and everything. But I think it would be a sort of card of desperation, really, that you know we would be behind. I can't imagine he'll start either game unless there's you know an outbreak of COVID that takes down half the team. Um, and then you've got to think, well, what is the situation where I think he'll be the answer? Uh, yeah. You know, I do struggle with that. I, I mean, in fairness, a lot of people feel the same about Balotelli, but, you know, he has, we know that deep down somewhere hidden in his reserves, he's got abilities that, you yeah. know, are, are of the highest level. You know, he can drive you daft. And again, it would feel like desperation if he was, if he was coming on. And you would... You know, you would be fearful that it could all end in absolute oh, yeah. disaster absolute. if it was. Yeah. You know, I think that's one thing you say. Joe Pedro will do a professional job, whereas you know, Balotelli, yes, he might score you a wonder goal, but he also might tell yeah. it, tell everyone to get lost and you know be sent off three times over in the in the last ten minutes or I whatever. Know. So, but. You know, if you're saying it's, uh, you know, I'm really throwing the dice. Balotelli was, the, you know, the the reward, risk reward factor. Then the reward was much higher. Gal Pedro. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll be there. I'll be dancing and singing his name on. Oh yeah, on, I'll be on, happy if he on, does something on, on Thursday night. But um, I'd just be surprised that that he was the he was the answer. And and you know, at the, at the age he is, what can I long-term um, solution does he really offer anyway you know it's not I don't think it's a it's a great um, investment for for the long term no like you say it would have been more exciting like it, I mean I I, I know balloting has got all his issues but I've always been I've always got a soft spot for him and I do think he has that game-winning potential he also has that red card potential obviously <laughs> but but um so I, you know the the story of him coming back and taking us to the World Cup would have been something to see, but if not him, then I agree with you. I think a younger Italian player would have been the player to bring in because, like you say, these boys aren't going to get on the pitch unless things have gone very, very badly wrong. Because you know, we all know who he's going to start up front, and we'll get on to that in a moment. But um, you know, I, th- I think for me, the 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 worry has to be the defence, really, because. Bonucci and Chiellini have hardly played in the past few weeks um, and they've not been in great form this season anyway. So, you know, that 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 is a... I, I was going to say maybe not for Thursday, but that's disrespecting North Macedonia. You know, for both games, that that's a bit of a blow, really. It is, a, it is definitely, you know, because that, that was the solid rock on which we built our European nations. And you know, so to have that, kind of in doubt. I mean, they've always produced the goods when they've come in and they've mm. always, you know, and sometimes I think they've um, exceeded for Italy what they've done with their with their club side, but it's still it's still asking a lot and it's asking a lot of Mancini to recreate yeah. to recreate that team spirit that he produced in a month last summer. He's now got three days 
to, yeah, to, to do it's it. Ridiculous. You know, it's, it's, it's a hell of a task. And they've nobody to blame but themselves. But just the same, it's uh, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tall order, and if if they don't play, then you know the 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 drop off in terms of kind of mm-hmm. international experience is going to be enormous. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I just want to end this week's podcast by by giving the listeners our own starting eleven. So um, I thought uh, we can either do this. Where we go through position by position, or we can eat and you know and compare each other's players, or we can go eleven by eleven. What do you want to do? Yeah, well, let's do let's do it position at a time because okay. I don't think there's too many that will disagree. No, there probably but, won't. But be, yeah. but there might there might be a couple. So so we're we're this is for the Thursday's game, obviously. Um, so in goal, um. I'm going for Cranio. No, I'm going for Donnarumma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Donnarumma, I think, is stars. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's yeah. much doubt about that. Yeah. Um, right, the, the, this is the first problem position for me because the player I would have picked here isn't even in the squad. Now, Di Lorenzo's been um, injured, so he's out of the squad, and De has been called up at right uh, for to cover the right-back position. But... Um, I thought Calabria would be in the squad, but on looking at it, he wasn't. So, <laughs> so I've gone for very reluctantly Florenzi, but I was potentially thinking Biragi possibly. Uh, well, uh, yeah, he could. I, was, I think Florenzi's the probably the only choice, unfortunately, yeah. given given you know needs needs must, and I think he will. We've said this before. I think he'll err on the side of caution. Over mm-hmm. over risk, so yeah, I think you're. I would concur with that as well. I don't think there's much there's much doubt about that. I can't, you know, I look around. I think mm, there there isn't a lot unless he goes for a completely different formation. Then yeah. and I think yeah. I think we're married to the four three three now. Yeah, so yeah, I think so. For yeah. for that reason, I think it's uh, you know <laughs> get in there, son, and do a, do a good job for us. Yeah. I mean, he has been in better form. Like, if it had been the Forenzi at the start of the season, I would have been quite worried. But he does seem to have been in a bit better yeah, form yeah, recently. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Let's hope he can do a job. Um, right, my first centre back is one of the one of the legendary pair. It's Bonucci. Um, I'm assuming he's going to be fit. He's in the squad, so yeah. I think he'll, st- for, especially for Thursday's game, I think he'll. He'll risk Bonucci in that one. I thought, yeah, I think. Well, I, I don't think there's any question that he's going to risk everybody. I think in that because it's a it's a winner take yeah, it's all a knockout game. Absolutely, tie. Yeah. So you know, I, I, would, I mean, I anticipate your my selection. I'd, I'd see Chiellini and Bonucci being the central defensive okay. pair. And I, I, I had Bastoni I, possibly yeah. starting instead. Yeah, well, possibly. you you could be right. I mean, as I say, you know, that's I'm doing it. More in hope than the knowledge yeah. of their of their fitness, and Bastoni has been pretty impressive this season. So it wouldn't be a disaster, and you know you you think you know against Macedonia that you know might be might be possible to risk mm-hmm. that. But yeah, no, I think that's that's eminently eminently likely that you'll go. You'll have to risk it all in this game. And then uh, left back, I don't think there'll be any. It's Emerson starting at left back. Well, I was going to oh. put Biragi in there. You see, oh, you're going is, to put yeah, Biragi in yeah, there. Yeah, on, only now. Here's hear me out on this. It's not okay. just pure Fiorentina partisan shit, but I'm, this game's going to be tight. It's going to be a, yeah, ner- yeah. a nerve wracker. If we get a free kick, 
in the position for a left yeah. foot to cut. The, he is in the form of his no, life. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. so so only on that basis, really, and a bit partisan Fiorentina basis. That I mean, Emerson's a better range and a better um, covering back. But I just think you've got a man there who could, you know, we might need. We've not been playing great. We don't have many goals. You've got a man there who could pop up and curl in an absolute belter of a free kick for you. So nice. I'd, I'd put him up my sleeve, especially for that game. I'd put him in okay. the side. Okay. And then uh, well, I'll do the midfield as, as a group because I don't know the exact positions I'll play, but uh, I'm going for, no surprise, Barella, Verratti, Jorginho. Uh, that, that's a no-brainer, I think. If he does yeah. anything other than that, it would be astonishing. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the trio that you know, built us the Euros, I can't think. Yeah. And it's reassuring that Verratti's actually able to walk. So, that you know, yeah. <laughs> given given that, I think, it, uh, I can't see any doubt that that'll be, cool. the, that'll be the midfield. And then, um, right wing, I've got uh, Berardi. Again, uh, in the form of his life. So. In the, yeah, best Italian player this season yeah. for me, anyway. Um, I'm going to leave centre forward. We'll go left wing. I'm going to go Pellegrini. Okay, yeah, no, right, okay. I've gone, I've been seeing you. I'm stuck with okay. the old, I've stuck with the old okay. boys, but. I mean, you're, you're right. You probably will do that. Yeah. But I, I don't know, Pellegrini. On form, I think you probably is form, a strong, yeah. is a strong shout. Uh, and then up front, I am playing Chiro. Well, uh, well, well, here you go, because I was trying to second guess you. I was going to say, well, haha, I've picked him obviously because I know you hate him and you, <laughs> and you've picked Jal Pedro. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was shocked. I, I think it will. I mean, I, I think yeah. it, it depends. It, you know, it, it was kind of way in between what team would you like to see and what team yeah, yeah, do, do you true, think yeah. you'll mm-hmm. see, you know, I so know. I'm, I mean, I've thrown as I say, in reality, I don't think Biragi will play, but I'd quite like to see him play, especially the first game. I think against Portugal, if or Turkey, whoever it might be, mm-hmm. and and being presumptuous to say that we could get through this one, then you know you might want to raise it. Um, but the the striker thing, I think again, Immobile, he's shown Mancini's shown great loyalty to him all the way through. So I don't think you know how long, how many minutes that loyalty lasts. Is, is another issue because you know we may see and you know if you were rolling the dice would you go Skamaka and say you know what the hell you know I'm going to give you a give you a know, try but, I, but he does he's I, not been banging in no goals really to 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 make himself a kind of irresistible prospect really and immobile does you know he does score other than okay he does he, that's, he, he, uh, that's the frustrating thing about him is that uh, you know during the season for his club he, he is a regular goal scorer and he scores good goals yeah, and he plays quite well absolutely so, so um it's just when he pulls on that blue but hopefully this thursday he'll he'll give us a performance that we need and then um whatever happens on thursday we will be recording a special post game episode of the podcast where we will be relieved or crying <laughs> miserably yeah um, we, we, we'd be nice to have a happy one we don't have that many I of know, them you know when poor marco being a venezia fan we'd, and in Serie A, we just don't get many victories to celebrate so it would be nice it would be nice to be uh, you know at least dreaming of uh, dreaming of the world cup and not and not here lamenting 
um, you know what might have been. But but yes, we'll be we'll be back with a special on 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 Thursday late on um, to to record that and uh, our 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 sadness or hopefully joy. Hopefully joy. And on that joyful note, we'll bring it to a close. This has been a bit longer than normal, but that's because of the preview. Um, if you enjoyed it, please follow, subscribe, uh, hit like, rate us, review us, all of that stuff. And uh, we'll hopefully see you on Thursday when we're when we're cheering a, a 5-0 win for Italy. Definitely. <laughs>